How's it going? Good. I'm so excited for part two. I know. Me too. Me too. I need this today. Actually. <laughs> I feel you. Hi, I'm Janessa McKenzie, the brand new man, and I help entrepreneurs gain the mindset, messaging, and visibility to unapologetically show up and build their brands. So how do you build your brand from the inside out? This is the Elevate Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Elevate Podcast. This is Janessa. I'm here with Lindsay Schroeder. We're doing part two of our interview from last week where we talked about manifestation and law of attraction and energy and all that awesome stuff. And we were going to talk about how you integrate that with your business and get so lost in our awesome conversation that we didn't do that. So we're here for part two and we're going to talk about how to get that into your business. Lindsay, how are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be back for round two. I know. Me too. Me too. So uh, if anyone didn't listen to the first episode, Lindsay, tell them who you are, what you do, and who you help. My name is Lindsay Schroeder. I'm a spiritual wellness, intuitive business, and mindset coach with the company Our and R. I'm really focused on supporting solopreneurs and individuals who are really curious and invested and interested in diving into spirituality and wellness from the inside out. My work is really focused on marrying the practical with the energetic, so the technical steps that we're taking forward, and also the energetic match, the emotions, the feelings, and the vibration that you need to partner with that to make it as effective as possible. And then I do a lot of work with marrying the subconscious and the conscious mind so that we're able to partner the work that we're doing consciously with shifts in the subconscious so that you're seeing long lasting and deeply effective change in both your life and your business. Yes. So today in my Facebook group, Next Level You, I had um, a coffee chat. We have coffee and conversations every week. Uh, and this week was with a woman, Sue Maizano, and we talked about money mindset. And she talked a lot about subconscious and, um, you know, that's where you need to go to change these limiting beliefs that we have. And I always struggled. I struggled with it. And I still, honestly, I have not like dove into it completely into my subconscious mind to change anything. <laughs> I'm just consciously trying to change things. So I'm probably just working against myself here, but <laughs> it's like any duplicity is us working against ourselves. So if you're saying I desire to be successful, I want to make money. I want to sign clients. I want to bring this in, but then you hold a belief that you're not able to, or only up to a certain level or money doesn't grow on trees or money has to be hard or you have to work hard for your money. If those are your deeply embedded beliefs, you're going up against yourself. And so you're taking one step forward, two steps back, or two steps forward and one step back. You're kind of counteracting the effective action that you're putting forward because your belief does not align. Yeah. So I, I would, I know that the first thing that we would have to do is figure out what, what is holding us back, whether it is our lim like actual limiting belief or whether it's whether we feel like, um, imposter syndrome or, uh, we feel like we're just not good enough to do this or, you know, all of those things that we will tell ourselves, but we're not, we don't know what that deep subconscious 
limiting belief really ends in the beginning. Yep. So identifying is always that first step. So identifying and limiting beliefs work and manifestation is getting clear on what it is that you desire, but that understanding that looking inward and identifying what that jumping off point is. So like, what is something that I hear in the back of my mind when I go to spend my money? Or how do I feel when I go to pull my credit card out? Or what is it? What's my experience when I go to pay my bills? Or in my discovery call or in my sales conversation or in my raise sit down or my review, do I feel anxiety, stress, tension around talking about money or around saying my own prices or in advocating for myself? Identification is that first step. Yeah. So once you have that first step, tell us what we do next. So identifying is huge and then really starting to lean into it, look at it, uncover it. So for a lot of us, that's going to be journaling, meditation, focus, writing these things down, collecting them. So it's not just, oh, I saw it once. It's starting to identify like, when does that pop up? Is there a specific situation? Is there a specific trigger? Is there someone in particular, a certain situation or setting that inspires that or creates that within me? And then starting to lean into it. I want to feel it. I want to address it because in feeling it and identifying what's actually happening, it's only in that space that we're able to transmute, that we're able to shift. If we're not acknowledging, if we're denying, it's going to be much more difficult to then shift from that space. And then start to identify, like, what is your desired belief? What is your aligned belief? How could we see this differently? How could we have this experience in a different way? So for instance, around money mindset, the I have to pay bills versus I get to pay bills, that shift in and of itself is huge. The language that we're using around money, the relationship that we have around money, it's shifting that in a conscious way and then doing that subconscious work so that we're vectoring both of our abilities in that direction. So instead of, oh my God, I have to pay my bills, it's I get to pay my bills. And every time you type in that credit card number or click that submit payment or transfer that amount, you're feeling the feelings of, I'm so grateful and so thankful that I get to pay for the roof over my head, that I have the money to pay for you know my water or that I am purchasing this thing for me and support of me. It's an investment in me, changing the language around that. Mm. Instead of limit abundance, instead of, oh, I have to, I get to, instead of like, oh my God, trying to hold on to my money because there's not enough. There's always more where that came from. There's always more coming in than going out and having that experience when you run your card so that you're actually starting to reprogram your subconscious. You're starting to carve a new neural pathway that's deeper that says, oh, this is a beautiful, wonderful, abundant experience to be able to spend my money instead of like, oh, must hold on to it. This is so horrible. I'm dreading it every moment. Mm-hmm. You want to shift from that place of dread, of fear, of anxiety, of overwhelm into this is so amazing. I'm so grateful. I'm so abundant. There's always more where that came from. Money is my friend. I love money and money loves me. All of those things. And we start to sit in that and steep in that and feel those feelings and vibrate at that frequency longer, more intensely, deeper, more frequently, all of those things. Yeah. And I would assume it's the same thing for any limiting belief. I I know that my, one of my biggest um, blocks in the beginning, and it still creeps up because obviously I haven't healed the entire thing. uh, But, and I also know that my audience 
a lot of them feel icky when they do, when they have to not have to, <laughs> we're going to change that language, right? I was listening. Um, when they sell, yeah. when they make an offer. Yes. Yep. And it's shifting the way that we have integrated what selling is. So for the longest time selling for most of us is that used car salesman pushing, forcing, hustling of taking money from someone else. And that does not have to be the experience that we have with selling. Mm -hmm. So for instance, those of us who are in heart centered businesses we're not forcing, I'm not taking money from someone else. I'm offering someone the opportunity to work with me. I'm telling people and showing up and making offers around, this is what my gift is. And if you're called to this work, or if you're in need of this type of support, or if this guidance would help you, here is what I have to offer. Here's how you can work with me. We're sharing, we're offering, we're not selling, we're not forcing, we're not taking from. This is an energetic exchange. I'm not taking your money. I'm offering you the opportunity opportunity to invest in yourself and receive this energy, this support, this guidance, this space that I'm holding for you. And when we start to rearrange selling into a sacred act, into something that's soulful, into something that we have a duty to speak our truth and get our work out there, you're able to show up in a completely different way. Yeah. I was awful at it (laughs) in the beginning. It scared me. It literally like gave me um, physical sickness in my stomach to, to ask somebody to purchase something for me. But that's how I was looking at it. I was looking at it that, you know, really deep down it was, well, I do, I offer these things, but I'm really not good enough to take your money. I mean, I, I was good enough to, to, to give them a service and to be paid for it. But in my head, it was, I'm not good enough to take your money. Like that's how I was phrasing it in my head. Yeah. And if we don't feel worthy, why is someone else going to invest in that? Yeah. Like that's going to be a much more difficult. Then we're convincing, then we're proving, then we're in that space instead of I'm confident in what it is that I have to offer. And I am equally in search of those right people, those aligned clients, those soulmate clients who are looking for what it is that I have to offer. That's an entirely different experience with selling or offering versus, oh, I'm proving, oh, I'm justifying, oh, I'm making it clear, oh, I'm like, just getting it across to you that like, Oh, I can do this. Oh, little me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have faith in me. Take a chance on me. That's energy someone wants to step into for an energetic exchange. And that's because we're, we're creating that and not having the self-confidence and not feeling confident in our offer and our pitch and our discovery call and whatever phase that is. Yeah. And even when you're showing up, if you're showing up in that unsure, unconfident energy, people are going to feel that too. Even if you're not making an offer that day or at that time, if you're just sharing value, if you're just doing a live or, you know, a how to or whatever it is, even when you're writing a blog post. Yep. Because people feel the energy when you write. Yes. When they read, they can feel what energy you wrote in it. So much so one of the, um, 
freebies that I have is all about becoming an energetic match before you like email, launch, live stream, like pitch, any of those things, like open a sales card because vibration is more important than creative. It's more important than copy. It's the vibration in which you create those things, you offer those things, you show up because like you said, people feel that. Like that famous quote, who is it? Eleanor Roosevelt, who said like, people will forget all the details. They'll never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. Huge. So important. And it's something that like, we were, most of us, we're not taught about that. It's like, oh, do these technical things, check these technical boxes. Mm-hmm. But we're not taught, oh, that you've been programmed unconsciously until age seven around money, around this, around that. We were not taught to like manage our energy and our vibration in addition to doing the technical things for our businesses or for our career. Right. No. Uh, when I started my business, I had no idea how deep inside of myself I was going to have to go to, to be, to just get it off the ground. Never mind be successful. Right. Just to to move the needle. I cannot even put into words and like an effective way that like, that is one of the biggest things that entrepreneurs face that Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, it's not just about doing the business stuff. It's the deep realization that my business is a reflection of who I am and the things that I am going through. So like the areas of growth that I have or the areas of success and achievement that I have. And it's not just success and achievement as in I'm good at this thing, but it's how I feel about myself, how I believe in myself, what I'm available for. Yeah. I just had a question and I... It just left my head. <laughs> I don't even know if it was a question. It might've been a statement. I don't know. But uh, the other thing I was going to say too, is that if you have clients and you've served somebody, listen to what they say to you. That was a big one for me too, because, you know, I, I would get all I, like you, all the, you, the transformation, like way in the beginning, it was like the transformation I gave or the because I, I started out as a, as just a photographer. I wasn't a coach yet. And it was, oh, your images are beautiful. And you know, all of these things and you help me do this, that, and the other thing. And if you're not confident in yourself, you don't believe them, but they're telling you the truth. So go back and look at all of your testimonials and believe your clients. Yes. Oh my God. That's huge. I love it. Like I do, um, testimonial calls or live streams after I've worked with someone. And it is one of my absolute favorite things to be able to go into that space and really just like absorb and bask in that glow and really integrate what it is that they're saying. And then utilize the language that your clients are giving you. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the like most effective ways to market yourself is using the language that your ideal soulmate clients use about you, about the success, about the transformation, about the experience. Yeah. Yeah. One of my clients just wrote a post the other day and said something along the lines of, we had just gotten off a really long call. Like our call went way over and it was totally fine because there was a lot of things that just needed to be talked about and it wasn't just business, you know? Um, so we had this very long call and she did a post and she said, I just got off this very long coaching call with Janessa. It was a really great call. 
and everything, all of her great advice really sticks to my soul. And it was, I read, I, I actually skimmed right over it at first. And then I'm like, no, Janice, go back and read that again. See what she said. Like it was my intuition saying to me, like my higher self nudging me going, go read that again, girl. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, really that is so true. Like, listen, just listen to your clients, listen to your audience because they will tell you, they'll tell you how you're doing and what you're doing and you need to believe them. I mean, that's what so many of us are teaching. It's so funny that it's so difficult for us to be able to do that for our own selves. Yes. It's so funny that you said that because I just said that to my, my own coach, probably, I don't know, about a month ago. I'm like, I don't understand why I can do this so well for everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. When it comes to myself, I have a hard time. Well, I always think it's hilarious that like in the coaching industry, I see these posts about like, Oh, coaches who just coach other coaches. And I'm like, well, you'd be surprised how many coaches need that support. And so many coaches also understand that at every level, like healing and growth is not like, uh, oh, we got to the end of it. Oh, I've accomplished it. It's not, there's always more. So like at every space, you want to be in the energy of someone who's doing it bigger and better than you so that you can continue to grow and continue to expand and continue to evolve. So of course, if you're in this industry of growing and evolving, you're going to do that for yourself as well. Yes. Yeah. And why would you not? want that support oh god investing in yourself is one of the best things you can do for your business it's like absolutely transformational I've had so many clients get off the discovery call and be like oh shit's already like expanding just because I took that step of like getting on a discovery call with you just the possibility of investing in myself of committing to this work is changing things yes absolutely and that's just a shift in energy too Yes. Yeah. So all of the things that we as entrepreneurs feel like we quote unquote have to do, right? We all have this, these to-do lists and all of the things. And some people have said to me, you mean there's something else? Like I have to do this too. And I have to do this right. Like I have to do this right and do everything else right. And now you're telling me now I got to look inside myself and do this right too. What do you say to people that said that? So one of the things that I really learned from a coach a long time ago was the fact that like we didn't start these businesses to do it the way everyone else is doing it. Like we started business for ourselves because we wanted to make the rules. And so if you start your business because you desire to have freedom or flexibility or like create your own rules and then you actually don't create your own rules and don't live by them. Not necessarily what is the point, but like we're missing a big slice of the pie. Yeah. Yes. But that is that inner work. So like, yes, we want to work from a place of flow where it feels like we're not working because we're not having to force or push that we're just allowing these things to move through us in a creative fashion. That does not mean that it's not effort. It does not mean that like, oh, I just like decide that that's what I want. And it appears we're taking that inspired action. We're doing the internal work. Hmm. And, And a lot of people just feel like if they don't do it right, 
the first, I think we may have talked about this in the last episode. I'm not sure that if they, they feel like they quote unquote mess something up one day, like don't have, they have a negative thought or they, one of mine, when I first started this was like, Oh, I'm not supposed to feel like that. Yeah. Like I just screwed everything up. I'm not supposed to feel that way. Shutting yourself to death. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I tell my clients and my audience now. Don't shit on yourself. <laughs> right? It's so it's so important for us to do that work to like look and go, what is it that I truly want? How is it that I truly desire for this to work, for this to operate? Like what gets to be true for me? But like it is a self-reflection point. So it's like, for instance, I don't want to do webinars. I know that's a way that so many people like make money and launch their program or launch their course or do this or do that. And I'm like, I do not want to do that. I do not have to do that. That's not the only way to be successful. But it does take that inner work of looking at myself and going, okay, is it that I don't want to do this because I'm fearful that I'm not good enough to be successful at it? Or is this truly, this is not in alignment for myself. And so it's not just hiding behind, I don't want to do that. Like I give people the principle of like following feel good as like a driving force. But that does not mean that we get to say, oh, well, it feels really good to sit on the couch and just watch Netflix and eat popcorn. Yes, that feels good. But that's not what I mean by like, following what feels good as that driving principle. Sometimes it can be, but often it's really evaluating what that emotion is, what that experience is, how I'm processing this, and then making that aligned choice from that space. Yeah. And does it feel easy? Like, can you do it with ease? Yeah. With excitement. Yeah. And without that feeling of heaviness that you'll get when you know that it's not aligned. Yeah. That I I'm forced. I have to, instead of I get to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's one of my favorite shifts, just that language shift in general, starting to identify things as I get to do this instead of I have to do this is absolutely transformational. Yes. And and you do have to keep saying it because first, you know, most of us in the beginning don't believe it. Right. Yes. We have to keep saying it. And the more you say it, the more you feel it, the more you believe it, the more it will be true. Mm -hmm. You are the conscious creator, man. Yeah. (laughs) What else would you tell a, a newer entrepreneur or someone that is in a place where they feel like they just can't take themselves any further? They feel like they've done everything they can themselves and are like, I don't know what to do next. Like, I don't know why this isn't working. So, oh, so many, so many things. <laughs> so one of the first things is I would write that down. I would write down the truth of my experience right now. And I would say like, if you feel like I can't take it any further, write that down and then let's cross that off. And let's write what we want to feel. Let's write the direction we want to go. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I'm sorry, but there's no way that you've tried everything. You may have tried things that are not in alignment for you. You may have tried things that could work really well for you, but you didn't have the energy behind it. You may have tried things and like stopped halfway through. You may have tried things and done that. So writing that down and saying like, okay, this is how I feel. And 
I'm authentic about the fact that I'm experiencing this emotion, but then crossing it off and saying like, I choose to feel differently. And even if that's one degree of difference, we want to start moving in a different direction. So maybe that one degree of difference is like, I've tried so many things and part of me feels like there's no other option, but I know that there's a massive world of entrepreneurship out there. And I know and have faith and trust that there is a solution out there that's aligned for me. And then you can say, I'm not sure what that is yet, but I know it's there. I'm not sure what that is yet, but I'm keeping my eyes open. I'm not sure what that is yet, but I'm taking inspired action until I find it, until I drop into that space. So I think being authentic with where we are and then choosing to feel different is an important first step. Some of the other things that I really like to offer to early stage entrepreneurs or those of us who are like excited about shifting from our nine to five to entrepreneurship is really focusing on revenue generating activities. We can tend to get really lost in not necessarily the busy work, but in the non-priority type things. So for instance, getting every little thing perfect on your website is not a revenue generating activity. Posting five times on a social media channel, adding in multiple social media platforms when you're already feeling overwhelmed with one or two is not a revenue generating activity. So let's refocus in that space. Mm-hmm. Another yeah. thing I really like to point out is balancing, marrying, bringing together the practical and the energetic. So For instance, that person who's saying like, I've tried all the things and I can't get myself any further. Let's look back at those things and really be honest with yourself and ask, was I showing up in an aligned way? When I wrote that post, when I sent those emails, when I did that discovery call, when I sent that proposal, when I followed up with that potential client, what type of vibration, what type of energy was I giving off? And then what can I do to like, help support myself and shift myself and show up in a vibration that I desire in the vibration of what I want people to feel when they read that message or look at that picture or experience my website. And then an additional point that I would make when you feel like you cannot take yourself any further and you start to do that inner work of really looking at that. And that is authentically how you feel That's often your intuition pointing out it's time to bring in support. Yes. And that does not have to be necessarily a coach or an <laughs> or someone you pay. That can be joining an entrepreneurship community. That can be reading a book or listening to a podcast or getting inspired by someone else who's been in that space. It might be finding an expander or building a little network of entrepreneur friends. But it might be time to go outside of yourself and look in different spaces and be inspired in different ways. It can also 100% mean that it's time to like, play so much bigger and investing in yourself with a coach or a mentor or guidance or group coaching or something like that so that you can truly be in the vibration of people who are doing it bigger and better or in different ways and start to inspire and like creatively crack yourself open. So supportive and like launch pads. So many businesses. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. And we look so much to, especially some of the big names in our industries and where they are and can feel less than because we are like, I don't even know. I don't even understand how they got there. Like I can't even get to the next spot. Never mind where they are right now. But if we don't look at it like that and we look at it as they're showing me what's actually possible. Yes. 
like their, their story, well, you don't even know, you know, and you will never know their entire story, like what their thoughts were every day as they were building that business that they've been building. Oh, yeah. I mean, like you see all these people who are like, quote unquote, overnight successes, and they tell you, oh, yeah, overnight success plus like five years or plus 10 years or plus eight years or plus three years. They're like, you're seeing the overnight success, but you don't know the time and the energy that I've put into this. You don't know, you know, the previous businesses that I failed. You don't know the inner work that I did. You don't know the time that I sat in a nine to five and like was figuring out what was for me. Like, just like with all social media platforms, we're seeing the highlight reel. We're not Mm -hmm. seeing the behind the scenes. Right. And which is why I'm so passionate about, you know, telling my audience and helping my audience and my clients share their authentic story. Yes. Like, you know, I, the word authentic seems to be very overused lately. So, um, but everybody knows what it means, you yeah. know? So we use it. Uh, I've been using um, truly reflect yourself lately as well. Just, just to give it another spin. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So that it's not, because I feel like sometimes we hear the same words over and over again so much that it, it gets, um, desensitized. Mm-hmm. Oh, just so, like, alignment. <laughs> just like I, what? Just like alignment. I love the word alignment, but it is definitely a buzzword these days. It is, but how, what else are you going to, uh, what other words could we say? Right. Or alignment. alignment the package deal because it means like to me it means when what I'm thinking is what I'm feeling is the actions that I'm taking is the vibration that I'm holding the majority of the time like when all of those things line up I like see each of my chakras dropping into this like healthy aligned space Mm. I'm like yeah alignment's the word for it man yeah (laughs) yes we could I guess we could call it whatever we want or maybe just put a picture to it if you need to like yeah. a string of pearls mm-hmm. or, you know, something to that effect. Things stacked on each other in a straight line. <laughs> yeah, everything clicking into place. Everything where it belongs. Yes. Yes. Well, Lindsay, this was much, uh, I almost said much better, but it was totally wasn't. It was just as awesome. <laughs> I don't know why I almost said that, but just as incredibly awesome as our first talk. Yeah, and so useful for us. You know what I mean? Entrepreneurs, man, we're like always doing that that inner work, that inner reflection, because our businesses are a reflection of what's going on on the inside. So yeah. stuff is so useful. And it's not stuff that we were taught in school. It's not stuff that they teach in business school. No, and we're also so freaking afraid of, of admitting most of the things that we're talking about right now. Yes. Like, guys, we've all thought these things at one point in our lives. We've all felt these things at some point in our journey. Like, what you do with it at this point is what's going to be the game changer. So I love talking about things that not a lot of people will talk about because it brings it to light. It shines the light on it. People go, oh my gosh, finally somebody's saying what's in my head. (laughs) I've been so afraid to say for the last however long. So thank you for having this conversation with me. And I have a feeling we're going to, this isn't going to be the last time we connect to Lindsay. 
Oh, I agree. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's amazing to speak on these topics and help get this information out there. Yes, I agree. Tell everyone where they can find you. You guys can follow me on Instagram at our and R O U R A N D A R E. You can also visit my website, which is our and R.com O U R A N D A R E.com. I also have a private Facebook group for all those of us who are female identifying. So I would love for you to come join me in that space. It's facebook.com slash group slash our and R. I'd love to hear from you guys that you found me through this podcast. Let's have a conversation. Let's open a dialogue and let's talk about these important topics. Yes. Yep. And everyone listening as always screenshot you listening to this episode, tag us in your stories, ask questions, send us DMs. And let us know what you, you know, what your big takeaway or what your aha moment was, or just what you were like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> need to start doing that. that. <laughs> yeah. That's what we want to hear. So uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And we're recording this on a Thursday. So Lindsay, you have a great weekend and oh, we will talk again soon.